All right, guys, so thanks for uh, tuning in again today here. So uh, as you can see, today's episode is about sequels we got stood up by. All right, so um, Aurora and I, again, Aurora is the two-year-old dachshund on the cover art of this uh, podcast. Aurora and I uh, have watched a lot of films lately. We love watching movies, and uh, there are so many times that Aurora has been really frustrated lately. Um, because of an ending to a movie, a sequel set up to a movie that we never got to see. All right. So post credit scenes, uh, at the end of movies have been a big part of film in recent decades. Uh, we are, uh, seeing a lot of those. Uh, we, we saw a lot for, you know, a good five year run there where pretty much every film had a post credit scene. Um, however, a lot of films will do a post-credit scene, not just adding, you know, some funny content or a laugh at the end. They will be doing something that literally sets up a sequel. And while that's great, plenty of them have not come to fruition. And so that is what we are talking about today. We're going to be getting into some of the films that Aurora definitely got excited about seeing a sequel to that we never got right? We all hate being stood up on a date, right? You get so excited. You go, you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and it never happens. That's exactly what happened here. We all got stood up by these sequels. So um, we'll jump right into it here uh, and talk about some of these as we peel back some of the films we got so excited for but never got to see. All right, first off, uh, we're going to start with, um, and this will be controversial, Godzilla of 1998 okay so the 1998 godzilla film that came out yeah godzilla looked a little bit different um you know he looked a little leaner he was more agile and you know people just didn't really like the film i actually really enjoyed it aurora actually really enjoyed it um because in ways godzilla was more of a threat you know um he wasn't just this big giant thing lumbering around uh, he could move. He could dodge missiles and things. So the, it, was, it was a unique concept. I like the take on it. I really credit the studios and things for trying something different with a franchise and a fan base that really, really adores that character. So it was a lot, really gutsy move for them to make that decision. And for that, I really appreciate it, um, the way that they tried to go about it. Now, at the end of this film, um, for those of you who have not seen it, uh, the film ha about halfway through, uh, uh, Mr. Brody, the guy who is like figuring out, uh, Ferris Bueller, uh, apparently he's figuring out, um, how, like why Godzilla has come to, uh, New York and realizes that he's looking for a nest. Okay. And he reproduces asexually. So, um, they're trying to find this nest, okay? They find the nest. There's all these eggs inside Madison Square Garden, which was amazing to see. I think that was a really cool concept, and they did a great job with it. Um, all these eggs are in there, and they end up, spoiler alert, the end of it, they end up blowing up Madison Square Garden, like just absolutely decimating it. And so the film ends and all this. Um, they end up, like, killing Godzilla as well. And you think everything's over. Well, at the end of the film, they have a scene showcasing inside Madison Square Garden that's, like, you know, destroyed. There's a part of Madison Square Garden that didn't get touched. And there's an egg that's sitting there. 
and it just starts to hatch. Okay. So this sets up, I mean, very well done, set up for a sequel to the film. Unfortunately, we never got to see this. Um, now, you know, again, as I said, I liked this film for some various reasons. Um, I think it would have been really great to see a sequel. I appreciate content. I love content. And as you will see through the rest of this episode, I like to see content put out there. And so I, I don't like seeing the end of things. I love to see characters grow and develop and continue the story. And when it comes to an end, it just it kind of sucks for me. This is one of those where it just sucks. It sucks for me. I would like to have seen where they went with it. I really would have. You know, where would they have went with a sequel film? Um, now, it was a baby, you know, kind of looking like a raptor almost uh, type of um, type of uh, creature uh, that was the baby form of Godzilla. And, you know, how would it get out of the city without being seen? How would it get somewhere where it could continue to grow and not get, you know, uh, you know, killed or whatever by another creature animal um how would it find food sources and all that stuff so yeah those are things that would have been in question um it would have been very unlikely that this thing would have gotten out of manhattan without someone seeing it without the army going and finding it and taking it out so yeah it probably like realistically the storyline probably wouldn't have went all that far but i think it would have been neat to see um what they were going to do with it again a lot of people didn't like this film Probably weren't upset that they didn't get to see a sequel, but I wish we would have. Um, next, Green Lantern. Okay, now, yes, many people didn't like this film either. Okay, and again, I appreciate content. I like to see content. Okay, and seeing a live action adaptation of a superhero movie is always going to be a good thing, even if you don't like it. There's plenty of superhero movies I've watched and I have not liked them, but the content is still quality content of the characters, and I appreciate that. So, um, yes, the CGI, yes, some of the acting, yes, those things were upsetting. However, the content they, that they created and the content that they built and added into was very much coming from the comics except for a few things. So there was good content added to the live-action platform, and I appreciated that. At the end of this film, I'm not going to go into all the details because it'll take me forever to talk about the entire Green Lantern mythos, but... Um, the end of this film, Sinestro, who this is exactly based on the comics as well, Sinestro ends up developing a yellow ranter, lantern ring um, and creates the Sinestro Corpse. The Sinestro Corpse is made up from the yellow power of fear, um, as we saw in the film, the yellow power of fear, and it is a, it is a direct opposite of the Green Lantern's power of will. Okay, so they're one of the strongest enemies to the Green Lanterns, and we see that all throughout the comics. The Sinestro Corps is one of the biggest rivals to the Green Lantern Corps. All right, and Sinestro, you know, he trained Hal Jordan, and he was the top of the top when it comes to the Green Lanterns. You know, so he was the strongest Green Lantern, and seeing him battle up against Hal Jordan and, and have his core battle up against the Green Lantern Corps, I think would have been epic. I think it would have been awesome to see. Um, obviously, I think they're looking to develop a new Green Lantern film that kind of has a Sinestro Corpse and things, so we're still going to see it anyway. But I wish we would have seen it with this rendition. You know, I, I didn't really have too much of a negative against the film, but everybody else did. So maybe it would have bombed, but I think it would have been really cool to see that. 
They developed a great backstory uh, needed for the film by introducing Sinestro, making him the leader, making him a top Green Lantern Corps, uh, and you just never got to see it due to bad reviews um, and the movie not doing well in the box office. So yeah, that was one that I wish we could have got to see. Next is uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay, This is the one I'm probably most upset about, All right, because they set this up beautifully, absolutely beautifully. Sony and uh, you know Marvel worked with this to create the Amazing Spider-Man series, and they did such a good job. I loved Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man, um, and they really set up a great storyline. They had it set up to create a Spider-Man universe, okay, Spider-Verse. They really had it set up, and they were going the right direction. They were going to bring in the Sinister Six, okay? So at the end scene of the Amazing Spider-Man 2, you see Oscorp creating the Sinister Six uh, for them walking through and, and seeing you know their various abilities and things in the background. The Sinister Six is made up of various Spider-Man villains, okay, for those of you who don't know. It's a villainous team-up of Spider-Man villains. Um, and it depends on the rendition as to who is a part of it. Um, usually they have Doc Ock as the leader, though, Dr. Octa Octavius, um, with others following behind him. Uh, it showed the Rhino, Dr. Doc Ock, it showed the vulture's wings in the background. However, we already saw Electrode. We already saw the lizard, and we already saw Green Goblin. So that could have been the six right there. Maybe they're going to add someone else that we didn't get to see as well off screen. Uh, that would have been, been been cool. But they laid a good groundwork for the backstory. And it was really captivating. Really captivating. People wanted to see that. People really wanted to see it. People were really excited about what they saw. People were looking and looking and trying to figure out, hey, who's this guy? You know, who's this dark figure at the end? And and what is all this? And like everybody was really excited. So I hate again. I love content. I hate to not be able to see where it goes because content is good. Content is good. It's great. It's what created all of these things and made it so popular. If you don't have content, you're never going to be able to create good films or anything like that. Yeah, you're going to have things that are bad about it, but good content. Content is good regardless. So this would have been a really unique story, really cool setup, um, and you know it would have created a great villain team to go up against Spider-Man. And it just sucks that we weren't able to see that come to fruition. That's the main thing people love about comics is that you see all these various renditions, all these varieties of storylines. You know, it's not just like, oh, this is Batman's story and that's it. No, there's plenty of times that Batman has been changed. There's things that's changed in his story. There's things that changed when, you know, even before his parents got shot. Like, there are so many times that they went back and changed stories and looped different things around and all this. And that's what people love to see, the variations. That's what people love about these comics and superheroes. And they're not adapting that to the big screen because what is the harm of Sony Pictures continuing to do this version of Spider-Man while um, Disney is put it, making Spider-Man a part of their universe as well. I don't think there was a huge there was a huge problem with it, and especially now when you look at the later plans, how they're br looking to bring them all together. It would have been even better if they kept moving this storyline forward and did at least one more film, um, you know, because that would have added more content to you know what they're doing now. So. Whatever, I get it. I get they wanted, you know, a new actor and things like that. Wanted to revamp it for Disney, but man, I really wish we would have got to see this. Okay, so moving on. Next up, the Dark Knight Returns. Okay, so the Dark Knight series. You know, we saw Batman Begins. We saw the Dark Knight. Um, 
I mean, great film series with Christian Bale. Obviously, we got to look past the voice, but looking past the voice, great film series. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Every Batman fan loved it. I was super excited. I was super jazzed about this. So, awesome film series. And then they come up to the third installment. They introduce Robin in the movie. They introduce him because at the end, he's like goes to get a briefcase or whatever, and she he gives his name or whatever, and she's like, you should go with your you know, middle name or first name or whatever it was, Robin. And she calls him Robin. So now it's like, oh my gosh, Robin is going to be a part of this. And Batman is still alive because they show him sitting at a cafe in France or whatever. They set it up beautifully to continue the story arc. And it was a huge letdown. After building up all the fans' excitement, people getting excited to see Robin appearing, even though he was a little bit older than what he should have been. Um, which is good. There's no, you know, pedophilic thing going on like there is in a lot of renditions. So that's really good. But it, it was just a huge letdown. You know, although we never got to see the series continue um, after the confusing death, non-death of Batman. I mean, people still, you know, go back and forth on, yeah, if it was autopilot, he still wouldn't have survived and blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, the ending wasn't that great because there was a lot of confusion. But it would have been great to see at least one more film out of this. Um, I think that they didn't know what they wanted to do, so they wanted to end it, but not end it, and see where things would go. And ultimately, they decided to go in a different direction, but all you ended up doing was getting people excited at the possibility that that would be that there would be another film in this franchise. And it just sucked. It sucked, it sucked to see that. Um, yeah, just really did. Wish we could have got to see a little bit more there. All right, next, this one will be a little controversial as well. Daredevil with Ryan Reynolds, okay? At the end of the film, Bullseye, the main villain, was shown to, to wake up in a hospital alive. Um, so Bullseye is alive in the film, which set the stage for a sequel. However, the reviews of the film were not successful. The film did not do good in the box office. I, I get it. I like the film personally. Again, I like content. I appreciate content good quality content that goes along with the story. It doesn't mess up characters. It doesn't mess up core content. It doesn't mess up the mythos. I appreciate that. Um, and this did that, you know, it did, it did a really good job. Um, but all of those things hurt the chances of a sequel. Um, you know, maybe we would have seen Miss Bullseye partner with Bullseye to take on Daredevil, which would have been really cool. You know, Miss Bullseye, obviously a female version of uh, bullseye and it would have been cool to see that uh you know someone paired up with him and you know going up against daredevil and stuff i, I think it could have been a cool story art to to move forward with uh but i did love the netflix daredevil that they came out with so that was a good thing we got from it is that netflix tv show which was really good but i i wish we kind of could have got to see this i liked uh ryan reynolds um or not not ryan reynolds why did i say that he did deadpool Oh my gosh. I'm sorry I messed that up. It's not Ryan Reynolds. It was uh, Ben Affleck. So, so sorry about that. Scratch that in the past. Rewind. Take that away. Uh, anyway, so Ben Affleck, I think he did a good job. I, I didn't see anything wrong with what was going on. Um, but yeah, didn't get to see a sequel there. Which again, I think content's king. And if you could have got to see some more content of Superhero, I think it would have been great. But didn't get to. Okay, next is the... X-Men Apocalypse, okay? X-Men Apocalypse. The X-Men story arc and mythos was definitely really confusing there for a little while. Yeah, they, they tried to bring in the older films with the newer films, um, and I think they did a great job of it. 
after they finished. They did a wonderful job. And X-Men Apocalypse set the stage. Set the stage for an amazing story arc that X-Men fans were so excited for. I was excited for it. Aurora was excited for it. And that was the Essex Corpse. Mr. Sinister storyline was revealed via the briefcase. So at the end, you see the briefcase, you see the Essex corpse on it, okay? So, we were very excited. X-Men fans were very excited because we saw the Essex corp case towards the end of the X-Men Apocalypse movie. Nathaniel Essex, okay? And this is some backstory for those of you who don't know. Nathaniel Essex, also known as Mr. Sinister, he's a villain in X-Men created by Apocalypse, okay? So he is a villain that was born by apocalypse not born but manipulated by apocalypse okay so apocalypse helped him to turn into this you know mutant like somewhat immortal type being okay and mr sinister nathaniel essex who we're going to call mr sinister because that's his villain name uh uses his intellect to you know he uses intellect to be a worse threat than Apocalypse, right? I mean, he is he is genius, and he outsmarts the X Men on multiple occasions in the comics. He is one of the one of the most threatening and most intense villains in the X Men mythos. I think even more than Apocalypse. I know a lot of people would argue with that, but from a standpoint that Mister Sinister just does not go away. And he always finds a way to survive. I think that he's more resourceful than Apocalypse. So I think it would have been great. Um, to tell you a little more about Mr. Sinister, he develops clones of himself. Uh, he has regeneration ability, some telepathy, some telekinesis, and more abilities. Not on the level of some of these other characters, but he has touches of all this stuff, which makes him a very, very formidable opponent. Okay. So then they did the the Phoenix, um, you know, the Phoenix movie, and everything pretty much was done after that because Disney and the MCU wants to see X Men um, together in the MCU, and so they are looking to bring the X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe at some point. This has ultimately halted any more films in that franchise in that story arc. It stopped the plot from continuing. It has paved the way for a reboot. I'm okay with the reboot. I'm excited to see X-Men brought into the MCU. I think it's a great thing that's been needed. However, man, it sucks. They were building up a great story. It was developed very well to Mr. Sinister, who's a wonderful villain. Everybody would love to see. And it's not going to happen. So, yeah, that's another one. Just, you know, another sequel that, hey, man, got teased and... Uh, didn't get any pleasure watching it. So, yeah. Uh, okay, anyway. Moving on from that one. Um, we'll talk about the Suicide Squad. Okay. And this one is when Batman and Amanda Waller meet. Okay, so Batman and Waller meet at the end to discuss the Suicide Squad. Um, they have this little banter at a you know fancy restaurant table. They have this banter back and forth, and, uh, you know, they're basically both kind of threatening each other. Um, and this paved the way for what many fans were hoping to see as Justice League versus Suicide Squad. 
People were really excited to think that this could be a story arc coming from that, uh, a movie that was going to be coming from that. I think everyone would enjoy this. Suicide Squad versus Justice League is a great comic. Uh, it's a great story arc. I think it would have been awesome to see those characters on screen together going up against each other. And ultimately, we're not going to see it. You know, DC's got a lot they need to get together. Um, they got a lot in their act that they just don't do well on. They, they don't lock in character or they don't lock in actors. They don't sign good deals. They don't bring in good writers. They don't develop films well. They do everything quickly. Like they've got a lot of problems and all those problems essentially are going to rob us from seeing the Justice League Suicide Squad film, um, from this rendition. Now it would Maybe we see one later on when they, you know, revamp or reboot some things. I think they're still trying to push through and, you know, do just some Justice League stuff and whatnot. But, man, you need to cut your losses. You need to reboot right now. And you need to start off doing things the right way. I mean, unless you're just going to keep producing, you know, half-hearted films, which is what they've been so far um, outside of the Suicide Squad. So, yeah, that's that's uh, one we definitely didn't get to see there either. So, Wrapping all that up, um, those are the films that I recall. I mean, I'm sure there's others out there, um, but not ones that I recalled right off the top of my head. And these are the ones that Aurora definitely was upset we didn't get to see any sequels in as well. So Godzilla 1998, Green Lantern, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Dark Knight Returns, Daredevil, X-Men Apocalypse, and Suicide Squad. All those films, it would have been great to see some sequels coming out of those, and we never got to experience that. So... Let me know. Is there anything else? Is there any, any other films out there that you guys got excited for a sequel? Is there any other post-credit scenes or post-film fo- post scenes that, that you got to see that really teased a new movie that we didn't get to see? Is there something I missed there? Um, let me know. Let me know in the comments. Uh, you know, Reach out to us. Uh, and if you appreciate the content, if you think other people would like it, again, like, share, subscribe. Our Facebook link is below. Uh, you know, Feel free to share with anyone to enjoy the content. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated to get the episode or get this channel, um, you know, moving up a little bit. So I uh, appreciate you guys taking the time to listen today uh, at the sequels that we got stood up by. And so uh, I'm going to let Aurora get uh, to her nap a little bit later and uh, take a rest because, man, these, uh, these episodes really wipe her out preparing for it. She does all the research for us uh, on the computer. But, yeah, uh, thank you guys and have a great one. Yeah.